Did you know from the 1st of June 2022 that the Scottish Government is banning single-use plastic stuff? Cutlery, plates, straws, stirrers, balloon sticks and also polystyrene cups and food containers. If you need a plastic straw to eat or drink independently or for medical purposes, then after that, you'll need to go to the chemist to get one. The Ditching Disposables project, funded by Zero Waste Scotland, is focusing on Portobello and Joppa to trial non-disposable alternatives and help businesses prepare for the new legislation. Twelve businesses have signed up and I went to speak to Vidya at Gogo Beats to find out more. So I'm hoping for some brownies today. I've actually brought with me some Tupperware. Fantastic. Is that allowed? Well, yeah. I'm guessing not many people do that. Here, I think maybe because we're sort of veggie and vegan, I think a lot of our customers are really clued up about the planet and climate change. and So we do get it, not that often, but we do get a few people that are clued up about that and will bring in their own containers. Yeah. So we do encourage it. And all of our packaging is like, cardboard recyclable all that kind of thing so so tell me about the vegware stuff then because does that go in the normal waste bin we actually we don't use vegware we okay. use something called edenware that needs to go in the food waste but i don't think people know about that so actually it all ends up in landfill anyway that's another another point you know that we do need to probably educate more of our customers about where to properly like dispose of their packaging and it's with the glass bottles as well because we don't actually have any plastic like drinks but the glass bottles if a customer buys that and then if they just throw it in the bin then what's the point you know they need to put it into the glass recycling i know it's not ideal because we are all takeaway but it's better than having plastic bottles so what's the dream then like in 10 years time when this legislation is old news and everybody's got used to the new way how will it be working then well, hopefully there's no, no plastic being made for single use and we're all just recycling and everything's getting reused. Yeah. You know, that's the dream, isn't it? You have to have it be in that mindset of how can we, you know, how can we sort of go a step further? You know, this whole thing about making this big change in six months' time, businesses are, are going to want to do it, but if it's going to be costing us a lot then there might be a bit yeah. of resistance. Do you know how much a cup costs? Have you worked so, out? So, yeah, with the lid and the actual cup is about 15p. Okay. Plus that, it does all build up. It's just, it's about switching people's mindset so that they can bring their own cups. And yeah. It's easier for them than they don't have to deal yeah. with the rubbish. They just take it home and wash it. I think a lot of places around here, it is all just paper and cardboard. I think people are generally clued up about plastic being a baddie. Because I've always thought, you know, like, if, if you had a, a bunch of mugs at a coffee place and then people could just, like, pick up a mug when they're there and then just bring a different mug back. I don't know. Yeah, that would work, I suppose. If it was all the same cups ev- everyone was using, that would be pretty cool then, wouldn't it? If, yeah. like, all of the high street were like, right, these are the cups we're using now. This is the porty mug. Yeah, that's a really good idea. We should do that. Well, we could try it. I mean, maybe people will gather a few at home, but they're not going to collect them ridiculously, are they? But then it gets complicated because there was an initiative that came and said you've got to like, pay a deposit and then you get your money back and all that. It was a bit confusing. 
So at this point, I need to introduce Vidya's partner, Murray, who also works at Google Beats and joined us in the shop. You guys have regulars. Yeah. So you know them. So you could say, look, yeah. bring your beats up. It's easy to do. <laughs> they do, they know. Usable stuff, but beside the beach, people come here to walk the dogs and whatever. Yeah. Even if they think I'm just coming for something sweet, they end up getting a coffee or they end up mm. getting a sandwich or they get so. Well, you get caught out, even if you think I'm not gonna, I, I won't need the drink, I won't take my cup. Yeah. Yeah. And then you end up staying out later, and it's like you, you always get caught out. So you could have the best intentions. So yeah. I don't think it'll be a service we'd ever like ditch yeah like, you know, that's why like you know the jar shop where you do refills yeah it's like that's why they have a stack of jars there because they're yeah, like yeah. cut out yeah use yeah. jar and then i always have extra jars so i always bring right extra that's good i could give you a few mugs <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know maybe and people are worried about covid and stuff i don't know like i don't yeah. think you have to be yeah i think that that's as a bit of a myth cleaned yeah yeah, I mean, you know, I'm eating I'm, food that's hand-prepared, then... Well, that's it, isn't yeah, it? You've got really good hygiene standards, so... Later, I spoke with Miriam Adcock from Zero Waste Scotland, and I asked her if it was just as simple as swapping plastic disposables to paper, cardboard and vegware. I would like to touch on the compostables thing, because that is a big bugbear of mine. I think there was so much of a backlash after the Blue Planet programme that people were thinking anything was better than plastics. So people were looking at changing plastics for a different single-use item, which doesn't really take away the problem. It can still be littered. If it ends up in the wrong waste stream, it can still cause problems. So really, we want to get rid of single-use, whatever it's made of, whether it's plastic, compostable, biodegradable, whatever. So what's the idea then if, if you run a takeaway like Vidya does, where it's all about getting a takeaway coffee and a takeaway muffin how are people going to do that it does make it more challenging definitely Um, and that's where we need to try different things because the ideal situation is that everything is reusable so we know people have got their reusable coffee cup a lot of people have got them now but do they all use them so there's been work looking at how we encourage people to use them more so for example some cafes for years now have offered discounts if you bring your own reusable cup But we've looked at the effect of turning that on the head and maybe actually charging you for using a disposable one instead. So it's worked with carrier bags. You know, we charge extra if you want a carrier bag. Does that work for coffee cups? But then also other things like getting your takeaway. During lockdown, everyone went takeaway mad because you couldn't go and sit in a restaurant. And the amount of litter was horrendous and the amount of packaging Not many takeaways have managed to introduce a reusable packaging model where, you know, you get your takeaway, you get it in maybe a metal tiffin box, you take it away, have your takeaway and then bring it back again. It's difficult to find the right packaging. You know, there's there's metal ones, there's durable plastic sort of packaging, all sorts of different options. How do you do the pricing? How do you cope with the washing up? Will people remember to bring it back? There's all these different issues. So it's trying to work through all the different scenarios and see what works. I mean, video was suggesting like, what if there was one thing for the whole of Portobello that was standard, like a mug, and it didn't matter which takeaway you brought it back to? Yeah, it's certainly something we are looking to pilot. That's one of the things we're looking at. So on a town-wide scheme, could you have the idea that you can get your coffee cup in any of the coffee shops 
you pay a deposit on it and then you can take it back to any one of the coffee shops in the town. It's, so what do you need to make that happen? You need the businesses to get on board. Yeah, it's obviously a lot of logistics and, you know, what happens if everybody buys their coffee from one coffee shop and then takes their mugs back, always takes their mugs back to a different coffee shop. You know, the first one will be out of pocket. So you've got to look at how the finance works. And we did have one project when we first asked for ideas about this that we're looking at having a little sort of portable cup washing like machine on the back of a bike I think it was or something or on the back of a truck that would go around and wash things up but that, that never came off. <laughs> I can see it being like the new paper boy you'd be like the cup washer for the town. That sounds good yeah. Make a few quid for pocket money. Yeah why not? We've got a stash of cups we've had made ready and waiting to be used in one of these pilots. It is more radical than just changing to compostable cups. It is, um, yeah. Don't think we're trying to ban plastic. We are trying to reduce single-use or disposable items. That's the key thing. The Marine Conservation Society have just produced their latest report, and they do a lot of work looking at litter. They estimated that there's around seven pieces of plastic and polystyrene for every 10 metres of Portobello Beach. There's huge amounts there. And it's just we can't keep going like this. You know, it's getting into our food chain. It's getting into us. It's getting everywhere. So we've got to do something. The issue is we are living in a throwaway society and we've got used to that. A colleague of mine found a great article from the 1950s and it is celebrating the fact that we have created disposable items and it talks about how it's going to save the housewife sorry very sexist in those days obviously but that was the 50s gonna save the housewife all this time because she doesn't need to wash this stuff up but it didn't really think about what's going to happen in well where are we now 70 years from there where we've got so much of this disposable stuff that we just can't cope with it so yeah we need to change our throwaway society I also think that they were wrong. It doesn't save time because you still have to deal with it. It just passes that responsibility on to someone else, including the next generation who've got garbage patches in the specific ocean. You're not telling me that it's easier for me, for us to go and sort of swim out and gather this back up and recycle it than it is for me just to bring a mug, yeah. right? <laughs> Yeah, well said. It's not easier that way. No. It, it might have seemed easier at the time, but... So next up, we have Issa Christiansen-Bragg. She is a low-carbon communities officer, and she's actually part of the ChangeWorks team who are supporting the businesses in Portobello. I think for a long time, we've been looking at these sustainable alternatives and thinking that that's it, that's as far as we need to go. But really, there is another step that people can take and businesses can take. And, and hopefully we can do it in a way that is attractive to customers so it fits into their lives and, and it's easy for businesses to do as well. We don't want to make it difficult for people, whether that be businesses or customers. We want to make it work into their lives. And it, it is a little bit about changing habits and, and mindsets. The great thing about this project, we did a feasibility study before it all started. So when we set off, we had a fair bit of understanding of the community and about businesses and kind of perceptions and from surveys that we did. 
and the fascinating thing was there was a bit of a conflict in the responses. So when we spoke to customers in, in Portobello, about two thirds of people said the main reason that they don't use reusables is that it's not available, that most of the things that they're offered are in packaging and disposables and single use items. So the lack of availability was the main barrier. Whereas when we spoke to businesses, about the same number, about two thirds of businesses said the reason that they don't offer is because customers don't necessarily demand it. That was a really fascinating thing that we can really go in and speak to businesses about and say, actually, there is quite a strong demand, especially in this community in Portobello. There's a lot of people that are really wanting to, to go in and use their reusable cups. And um, so if you as a business offer this, maybe you'll be pleasantly surprised and there'll be more people than you think will be taking up this offer. Cutlery on the go is another another option. It's, that's not something people necessarily have in their bag at the minute, but I suspect that is something that people will start to, to think about in the future. When it comes to materials, um, we're doing quite a bit of sort of analysis of behind the scenes for the carbon cost of different materials. So we're trying to look at um, what is the carbon cost of a disposable item compared to a reusable item. So that's some of the, the homework that we're doing for the project behind the scenes. I'm feeling really confident, actually, in some of the changes. Some businesses are going a bit slower and trying a few of the smaller changes first, whereas other businesses are jumping in with the more interesting kind of novel approaches. So it's interesting to see the the different way the businesses have, have approached it, but they're all they're all really positive, really engaged and coming up with some great ideas and kind of leading us as well. And the people that are actually doing quite a lot really still seem to want to do more, which is amazing, really. And that says a lot about the businesses in, in Porty. I'm just wondering if you've received a pizza in a tin box or... <laughs> oh, no, I haven't. Is that a thing? <laughs> oh, we'll need to do well, something, like, yeah, won't we? Yeah, there's... There is there's a discovery phase with a lot of the businesses. So they're going to have to work out initially what single use item they want to tackle. They need to work out what the alternative might be and how they communicate that and what the cost implications are, what the practicalities are, training their staff up. So the more ambitious approaches will take a little bit longer because there is a discovery phase of making sure it's right before it's launched. I'm just imagining, so I get a pizza delivered and yeah. I open the door and I'm like, oh, hang on, I'll just go and get my tray. And yeah. I, I go and get my chopping board or my tray and I bring it to the door and the guy like scoops out his pizza, puts it on my tray and then he goes home with the box, it's a durable box, mm -hmm. and gets the next pizza. I don't need it in a cardboard box. That just demonstrates that there are a lot of people that would be keen for that sort of measure. Malvarosa are already offering their deposit return paella dishes. You can order a paella from the restaurant already before we came in with the project in a, a lovely paella dish. You pay a deposit for that and when you finish your food, you take it back and you get that deposit back. So you're avoiding the use of the single use item completely. But also you get your food in this lovely dish rather than in a not very pleasant plastic disposable instead. This isn't just about people littering on the street. Yes, it's annoying, especially on the beach. You don't want to be walking among other people's rubbish. You don't want to be swimming among it. This is so much bigger than that. We're basically using too much stuff. The earth can't cope. Now, I don't say this enough, but if you have an idea for a story or just want to respond to anything that we've talked about on the Porty Podcast, do get in touch. Our email address is theportypodcast at gmail.com. And you can get in touch with us through Twitter and through Facebook. We would really love to hear from you. This is a community podcast and the more people that we can get involved, the better.